This is BeelerCast, and I'm Rob Beeler, and uh, we're going to try to change some things up here. So the idea will be is I'll just give some some thoughts on what I'm up to and what's going on in the Beeler Tech universe, as well as what I'm seeing in the industry. But also, um, I'm, I really like this idea that uh, perhaps some of uh, the people in our community could actually like submit some audio, right? So if I put it out a question, I'd love to, to have people submit things and uh Whether you include it in the podcast or we'll create some kind of article format that uh, captures all that. So let's give this a shot. See if it has any fun with it. So uh, this past week, I was in London for Exchange Wires ATS event. Had a a really great time and uh, I presented and I got a lot of good feedback. And really what I presented about was the idea of like, is direct sold making a comeback? Uh, And I feel like the response is really good that it's, the answer is really yes, but, right? Um, and it do, it does still, still surprise me though that there are so many people that are almost like surprised that direct sold is still important. And I feel like that's a it's like a trap, right? We we kind of talk ourselves into that programmatic is the only way. And so many publishers make so much more revenue with direct sold, but I guess it's just not as sexy to talk about. Uh, but it it really is an opportunity with everything going on in our industry right now that direct sold, um, I don't want to call it a comeback, uh, but I do want to say that there's those that are well positioned in that space are going to find uh, it easier to navigate the waters ahead. That being said, you know, we build, we need to build a better mousetrap. Uh, There's no doubt that if we had spent as much time working on direct sold uh, as we have on programmatic, we would be so much more efficient and I think that's something to explore. Uh, a phrase I heard at Exchange Wire that I only thought a couple of people used, but I'm I'm going to 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 truly push this out there is automated guaranteed. The idea that direct sold systems, buy side and sell side, can be connected, so that we're not so we're, that we're creating efficiencies um, on having these systems talk to each other versus just having programmatic as the only option and efficient uh, way to transact. So I put that out there and just say, like, what would a better mousetrap look like? What are some of the things that we need to? I've got my thoughts, but I'd love to to hear yours. So uh, feel free to submit like a, a short, short audio clip of your thoughts. And uh, well, we'll see what, what happens. Uh, and we'll give that give that a shot. So after after London, uh, headed up to Scotland to get ready uh, for base camp which will be October 1st through the 4th. And uh, since I was on my way to Cannes from London, thought we'd pop up here, check it out. After a four to five hour train ride, standing the entire time, screaming babies and everything like that, got here to see Edinburgh in could be better weather conditions. It was an absolute fantastic uh, few days. You know, it's Rare that someone goes to Scotland to get their base tan on their way to Cannes, but uh, I think I think I've set myself up well. Uh, but there was one conversation, one thought I, I want to kind of continue to explore on. Which uh, so we met with uh, Luke from watching that, who's uh, someone who lives just outside of uh, of Edinburgh, and we talked about kind of the evolution of how we're going to interact with data, and I feel like that that's something that I want to to see us all explore more, right? Which is, as we talk about what AI can do, AI does not take away analysis or it does to a certain level, but there, there's a, there's just a core piece of this. And 
I'll throw out that like Bird Intelligence has has done this in the past and and continues to do so with like their advisor product, right? Which tries to put the most important things into your into your inbox about what you might be wanting to pay attention to. But I feel like the thing that generative AI really is good at is changing these things into conversations. And I like that idea that, uh, well, instead of having to start my day with a dashboard, try to figure out where I'm supposed to dive in and and do all the exploratory work, love the idea that uh, future systems, I'm really gonna, going to ask it, what should I be watching? And what decisions should I be making? And I feel like there's a there's an aspect that we're we're there with this technology to really kind of bring this to the forefront. And it's just less manual work to get to the intelligence work. And that's the part that I'm really kind of excited about with AI. Oh, there's so much to talk about AI. And oh, I'll be in all of those conversations and whatever. But there is a piece here where this is one area that I'm really excited about. Not only um, optimizing, right, which... Um, just as a as a tangent to this, you know, we did something with uh, Freestar, talk about how they use machine learning and AI to to optimize, you know, for their publishers. Uh, it was a good roundtable conversation we had at ATS. But there's so many ways AI is going to impact us. But there's a part where us just looking at some of these tasks. I I mean, I I really said this during ATS of just like the manual stuff has to go away. As of right now. It's got to go away. Uh, outsource, automate, and get your people working on more important stuff. So again, open open to thoughts on that. And then I think the other part that I'll just throw out there is, you know, this week more than ever, uh, especially with some of the news that's kind of breaking is, you know, the debate if, if you know, if you will, if the third party cookie goes away or if Google gets broken up, you know, like... You know, my strategy as a publisher doesn't really alter until some of those things really come to play, right? If I serve my audience first, make that my main mission. And again, I'll even challenge that some people will say they do this and I think you could do more, right? I'd love to see more examples of really speaking as a brand, as a publisher brand to your audience to make sure they understand the value proposition, right? But then my next thing is creating differentiated products next. Right? Those of us that are as publishers that are just making what we can make just because money flows our way in the liquidity of the programmatic world, I'm in trouble. Right, It's just you're going to have to be differentiated in some way and you're going to have to create multiple revenue streams. So some of the tactics will depend on whether Google gets broken up, when the third party um, you know, uh, gets deprecated, all these things, of course. But... Really, no matter which way the wind blows, I feel like that strategy, audience first, is the thing that's going to help, you know, buoy you through all the rough waters that are ahead and all the challenges that are coming there. And at the same time, I would say it really is time to act now, to put everything that's being put to us through its paces. If you're not talking about data clean rooms, you should be talking about data clean rooms. And in fact, I'll even just go on this tangent and Maybe that's the new name. Maybe what we'll do is we'll call this podcast Beeler.Tangent. I have a feeling this is going to be uh, the way that I do this. Um, we had a great conversation with uh, with Optable. Actually, I've had several conversations with Optable with various events over the last couple um, weeks. And this idea of like moving away from data clean rooms as the conversation to data collaboration, I think just 
it's a it's a wise one. Uh, one of the publishers I I talk with, and I I don't know if they want me to name them, but really was like, I don't want my salespeople selling data clean rooms. I want to sell data collaboration, and I feel like that's really a smart move is to start changing the language in which we talk about these things. But that only happens because you're going out to market and trying things, and you're hearing what buyers are saying, and buyers may not be moving on all the things that they well, you'd like them to. That's okay. I think just even going through the process prepares you for what's going to be, to me, I think 2024, are just everything is going to accelerate. And so you might as well do your homework now and get ready for it. Anyway, back off that tangent to just that last kind of point, like it is time to act and you have to create a value proposition that will stand the test of time. And I feel like that's one of the areas I just don't hear enough conversation around. And I think that there it is. So yeah, so hopefully um, I time this well so that if you're out walking your dog, uh, you've you've reached your miles that you wanted to get to. And I am going to hopefully do this more frequently. I'm also really excited about this idea that if some of you want to give me input, um, I'd love to work with people to uh, to do just that. And so have a great week. My next my next one will probably be a little post can uh, wrap up and the, la- the last couple of weeks of travel. Uh, And then uh, on to July. And with that, feeler out.